Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 49. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz, and today I want to walk you through a an automation tip that you can do using your WordPress categories and MailChimp. Now, specifically, what I want to talk about is I um, on, my, on my own website and on many of your websites, you have multiple genres of photography. For example, I actually do services uh, for families. I do services for uh, for cake smash photos, which is basically one you know child's first birthday. I do a, a cake smash session, and then also headshots for corporate clients, for actors, and whatnot. And what happens with these categories is that I actually have landing pages. Now, these are actually genres, not categories, specifically what I'm talking about, but they turn into categories. I have landing pages for each of these genres of photography, and these genres actually educate the clients, give them pricing uh, packages, a little portfolio, a way for them to book me, some social proof, and whatnot. So take a look at my family portrait landing page. I start with a bit about me and a family portrait of my family. And then uh, I, I, sh- I go into, uh, right after that, a short portfolio of family portraits. And then I go into packages that are available. And then I go into a little bit about how they work and payments methods I, t- I, I accept. Um, uh, one Instagram, you know, recent Instagram social proof image. And then a bunch of Facebook reviews. And then a booking form. And then from there, I actually show a... Uh, three blog posts that are in my family portrait photography category, okay? Now, the landing page for my family portrait is scottwine.com slash photography slash family. The category, however, because it's a category, there is a category archive, and although I don't ever link to it, it exists. And that archive is scottwine.com slash category slash photography slash family. And... That archive is just like any other blog archive, and because it is a category with an archive, that means there's also an RSS feed. Now, RSS stands for really simple syndication, and uh, basically, it's it's just it's not very as popular these days as it used to be, but it is very useful for doing automation in Mailchimp. So. This is what the RSS feed looks like. If you are listening to this episode and you want to see this, you need to go to the show notes, imagely.com slash podcast slash 49 in order to watch the video. Uh, but if you are listening, I will explain what it looks like. So the the, R, the RSS feed for this category is the same category URL, scottwine.com slash category slash photography slash family, but it also, it also adds slash feed at the end of it. And basically, this looks like a bunch of HTML. It looks like source code because that's exactly what it is. But what's beautiful is you can take that RSS feed, paste it into MailChimp's RSS campaign, and then it'll actually pull the blog posts, however many you want, and email them to your clients or to your leads. So what I want to do is walk you through that process right now because this is the perfect way using an RSS feed of a blog post category specific to a genre of photography. It is the perfect way to further nurture 
your leads or further educate your clients. And there are so many ways to utilize this for different genres of, of photography, but I want to walk you through how to do it, how I'm doing it for family portraits. Because family portraits aren't a one-time thing or a rare thing like weddings are. You know, weddings might be once a lifetime for a family or might be a, a few times for a family, depending on if they broke up, they got divorced, if they're separated and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so, so let's dive into MailChimp uh, using their campaign builder. I have duplicated my family portrait campaign for RSS feed campaign. And if you, again, if you are not watching and you want to actually see what I'm doing, Please go to imagery.com slash podcast slash 49 in order to uh, in order to see it. Otherwise, I will just walk you through as I do this. So the first thing is uh, I did set up a new RSS feed campaign and I am I inserted that RSS feed into the feed URL block. I have it set to send every day at 1 p.m. And the reason why I did this is because although I post typically on Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m., I want to go out just in case I post, you know, off hours of my normal schedule. I also want this email to go out. So it's set Sunday through Saturday, and it's going out at 1 p.m. those days. So if I post on a 2 p.m. on one day, then the next day it'll go out at 1 p.m. But because I usually post on Tuesdays at 8 a.m., a few hours later at 1 p.m. is when the email will go out. So you set that all up, however your schedule is, then you hit next. And the next screen... This is where you actually choose what segmentation you want to do. Now, this is important because if you send to your entire list, the wrong people might actually get the email, right? Now, if you're a wedding photographer and you have in do engagements as well, it might be worth sending wedding blog content to your engagement leads or your engagement session clients. But it may not be worth sending and most likely not worth sending engagement uh, content to wedding leads. But it also might be worth sending family portrait content to your wedding clients, right? So this all makes sense. Sending the appropriate content to the appropriate groups in segments is very important. So I have it set to send to any client that is within family, uh, family leads and family portraits, you know, family clients and family leads. And uh, now, when you do this, you hit, you then hit next, and you get to set up the campaign name and the email subject and all that stuff. What I did is I have the email subject as the blog post's title using a merge tag from MailChimp. That means if the blog post is the best family portrait, you know, blog post ever, that is what the email subject will be. Now, that may not be ideal, but you need to figure out what works best for you. And for me, that works best because I usually optimize my, my subjects for uh, for, you know, a little bit of catchiness, right? So it kind of works well as an email subject sometimes too. And then there's a preview text. Most email clients will show a little snippet from the email inside next to the email subject before somebody actually reads it. So I have mine as get ready for your next family portrait session. So that way it shows the blog post title. And then the next one is get ready for your next family portrait session because I'm educating somebody for their next session. And then, of course, I have uh, e-commerce tracking open and goal tracking and, uh, you know, open and click tracking and Google Analytics tracking and all that stuff all in there. Then on the next screen, I can go ahead and choose a template if I want. I already picked a template, so it actually skipped it on MailChimp. If you do not have a template already selected, 
you can make one using MailChimp's optimized templates, and I recommend doing that because they test their templates and offer to you what is actually tested uh, from their millions of emails sent. Now, they use a drag-and-drop system for their templates, so you can add whatever you want. I added a short introduction, hi, first name. I just published a new article on my blog about family portraits. I know you will enjoy it as you prepare for your next family portrait session. Now, I said I know instead of I think or I believe because I want to portray confidence. That's very, very important, uh, especially when you're doing automation, too. And then after that, I dragged in a, an RSS items block into the template, and I customized a little bit for my needs. But that way, the next bit of text to show is actually that latest blog post, one blog post. And then after that is a, is a call to action. It says keep reading, and it's in a blue button that actually contrasts really well, and it's my brand's color blue, contrasts really well to the white background of the email. And then, of course, I sign my email, Scott Winekiewicz, a storyteller with a camera. And then after that, which I, you don't have to do this if you don't want to, is I have social media buttons so that anybody can click and then follow me. And if you do video, I recommend doing this. If you don't do video, then, you know, it's okay. But I also have a video called How to Prepare for a Family Portrait Session. Now, in these emails, the blog post is going to change every time the email goes out. The video will not. That is static. And the important thing here is it has to be a highly, if you're going to do this, a highly educational video or a highly valuable video, okay? So if you don't do video with, you know, you on camera, then I recommend creating a video using software like Smart Slides or with Animoto or something like that. And I will link to these in the show notes. Uh, We actually had Daniel from uh, Pixaloo who makes Smart Slides on the podcast, so I'll link to that episode as well. But uh, these are these are very important because these are ways that you could further uh, increase the engagement and experience of every email you send to your clients. Okay, so after that, uh, if I was to, if you are watching right now, you're about to see a preview of how this actually looks, especially with, I'm going to add a merge tag. I'm going to enable live merge view. So you actually see names right now showing. And if you are not watching and you want to see this, you've got to go to the show, show notes to watch it. But otherwise, you're just seeing how the email would actually look. So this is how the email would look. It says, hi, Marilyn, and, I, and then goes into my intro and then goes right into the blog post. And you can style the text how you want. You can use H1, does not use H1, the H2s, does not use H2s, etc. Whatever you want to do, you can do that way. And, uh, and that's really it. That's how it looks. So I'm going to hit next, and then it'll say, you know, confirm everything however you want, and you can just hit start the RSS. Now, I'm not going to because I already have this going. But but that's it. Now, anytime I publish a new blog post about family portraits, anytime I do that, everybody on in that group of either family leads or family clients are going to actually get this email. And that'll further nurture and educate any family portrait photographer, photography client or lead that I have ever uh, we'll always get that. And I'm in the process of updating my MailChimp database with um, all of my clients so that everybody starts getting it. Um, I'm always in testing different things in MailChimp. These are one of them. And I think this is going to be very effective. And I wish I was doing this all along. I haven't. I just started doing it recently. And so far, the feedback has been great. I really hope that you do this because it'll really, really help the engagement with your leads and clients. Just think about how you can utilize this automation 
uh, on your own site, especially if you offer multiple genres of photography services. So again, if you want to watch the video of this episode or you want to read the show notes and find the links to everything, go to imagely.com slash podcast slash 49. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next episode. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.